Uh, hello? Hello, Mason. Mason, this is George Fielding. I just wanted to touch base and uh, uh, let you know that I like your shows and my wife, bless her soul, she loves your shows too and uh, just keep doing what you're doing and have a good day. Nah, it's just David, man. I'm just messing with you. Coming back. I'm at work. I don't want to ask you about this. Bitly. All right, you prankster. This one's for you. Thanks for joining the funny community. Be sure to go to bit.ly slash funny community to join our funny community. Comment on episodes and who knows what else. That's B-I-T dot L-Y slash funny community. Protectorate Productions Comedy Showcase. Here we go. You are about to hear a sheep laughs comedy. For your safety, please do not listen while doing the following activities. Operating heavy equipment, deep sea diving, skydiving or dumpster diving, honeymooning, robbing a bank, escaping from prison while in a theater, while blow drying your hair in the shower, going over Niagara Falls in a barrel or an airtight drum, spelunking, defenestrating, or during an earthquake. This message is brought to you by the Office of Recreational Audio Safety. Listen responsibly. What is the real meaning of Christmas? For many, it's luscious chocolate oranges and festive foil, a rope of cranberries and popcorn, aromatic clove, an orchestra of dancing lights, or perhaps the ever-popular seven swans a-swimming. Each year at the Mall of Marketable Goods, we work hard to bring the real spirit of the holiday to you and your family. From dainty hand-finished Christmas decorations from North Kabul, Slavovia, to festive Santa wear made by genuine little people in the far north, we know how much Christmas means to you. So we stand ready to make your holiday shine with all the warmth and charm that high-quality goods can provide. Remember, when we say high quality, we mean bring your credit card. The Mall of Marketable Goods is open 24 hours a day for your convenience. And yes, we have creative credit plans that allow you to get everything you want for the holidays with a multi-year repayment plan. And remember, with every purchase over $1,000, drop by our Christmas Confections Cafe and pick up a free piece of holiday fudge for just $2.95. The Mall of Marketable Goods. More than a place to buy for Christmas, it's also a place where you can purchase all your holiday needs. On the corners of Capital and Money Changer Drive, we look forward to your money this holiday. Remember our motto, why purchase tomorrow what you can get on credit today? The Mall of Marketable Goods is a proud member of the Gotta Have It Business Bureau. Merry Christmas. More meaningful mirth from the talented DJ and writer Glenn Haskell. Here's something from Fred Passmore and John Lawhon from Sheaf Laughs Comedy. You can find that over at ChristianSkitScripts.com. You know, writing comedy and drama for churches is kind of my specialty, so if you're looking for some funny scripts to use for your next event... Hello there, Mr. Fred. Well, I did it. Finally, I didn't interrupt your broadcast. Well, I hate to say it, but you did come in while I'm taping. I did? Afraid so. I thought you were on the air only when that red light is on outside your door. Well, that's true. It should be on now. Oh, well, I guess the bulb blew out. I'll have to fix it for you. Anyway, hand me your trash can there, buddy, if you don't mind. (laughs) Here you go. 
Well, how you doing this week? I'm doing great today, Mr. Fred. Really? Not a single problem. Well, that, that's great. I, yep, feeling pretty good. Except for a sore back, a, a swollen kneecap, Uh-oh. some gallbladder pain, Aww. a throbbing lower lip, and some toenail fungus. Ew. But apart from that, I'm doing real good. Oh, well, sorry to hear about all that. Uh, heard any good stories lately? Oh, yeah. I got a story for you that I've been wanting to tell you ever since I heard it yesterday from my cousin Bernie. It seems there was an Amish boy and his father who were visiting a mall for the first time. They were amazed by almost everything they saw, but especially by two shiny silver walls that could move apart and back together again. The boy asked, What is that, father? The father, who had never seen an elevator before, said, Well, son, I haven't seen anything like this in my life. I don't know what it is. While the boy and his father were watching with amazement, an old lady in a wheelchair rolled up to the moving walls and pressed a button. The walls opened and the lady rolled between them into a small room. The walls closed and the boy and his father watched the small circular numbers above the walls light up sequentially. And they continued to watch until it reached the last number and then as these numbers began to light in reverse order. Well, the walls opened up again and a beautiful 24-year-old woman stepped out. And the father, not taking his eyes off the young woman, said quietly to his son, Quick, go get your mother. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh man. (laughs) Oh, boy, I tell you, that guy was wanting something he couldn't have. But you know something, Mr. Fred? A lot of us get our eyes on things we want, and that starts to be our main goal. But the scriptures tell us to seek the kingdom of God first. If we do that, the Lord will teach us patience and bring the joy and contentment that we long to have. Yeah, words worth remembering there, Jeremiah. Thanks for the story and the thought. Well, I got to run, son. See you next time. Take it easy. Many years ago, Douglas Adams revealed that the secret to life, the universe, and everything was 42. His math was wrong. Read all about it in G. Don Lubbard's new book, 43. Oh, hey, Clem. Hey, Jadith, how are you? Oh, I reckon I'm all right. What in the world are you doing? Oh, I'm just singing for the Christmas Spectacular. Christmas Spectacular. I've never heard it called that before. Oh, we've never had one before. Well, get in the car. Okay. All right, everybody here? That's right, I'm here, partner. All right, uh, oh gosh, where in the world is, ah, there you are, Jerry. Him, 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 him. All right, that's everybody then. Okay, everybody, um, Jerry, you want to start us off? Uh, Jonah's Undersea Adventure Q. Okay, here we go. We fish you a Merry Christmas. Hold on a minute. We we fish you a Merry... Jerry, that, that's too corny even for us. Uh, Jadith, nothing's too corny for us. Hmm, you know, that you have a point. Carry on. Attention, attention, this just in. We have just received some startling news from the North Pole. Yes, I realize Christmas is... Long gone, but we have just intercepted 
news article from the Elvin Associated Press, and we must get this to you. This might explain why some of you had some lousy Christmas. Christmas update, Santa's new situation, Elvin Associated Press. Christmas comes but once a year, and this is one lousy year for the reindeer, all of them, from Blitzen to Franklin, and yes, there's a Franklin, to come down with the cold bug. And no North Pole jokes, folks. This is serious. I don't suppose you remember the last time Santa had to rely on other means of transportation? The copter incident in 79? Or the, hey God, who could forget it, jet plane incident of 87? Well, this year, Santa is trading his sleigh and his 11 reindeer. And yes, I said 11. What? Idiot! Who was the crazy... Ah, who told you nine? Trading in his 11 reindeer for 500 horses. That's right, boys and girls. Santa's getting a semi. Sounds nice, you say? Oh, no. I leave you with the following point. Then I'm running to stop it was the night before Christmas, and all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney, but fell, when up on the roof there arose such a clatter, I rushed into the room, but what was the matter? The living room caved as he drove out of sight, Merry Christmas to all! Yeah, and I say, good night. Indy called Wellington, Santa's chief elf. And you guys need to get your info updated. Rudolph, shoot. He was killed by pesky deer hunters years ago. My name is Gulliver. I sing Christmas song for you. How old the hawk angel sings. Christmas songs is what he brings. Jingle bells and silent night Just to wretch your appetite Joyful you can hear him sing Quellin says when a bell Wings an angel gets his wing Oh, the hawk angel sings Christmas songs is what he brings Thank you. That was Nephew Gulliver with a Christmas song. I'm not sure it was correct, but it was definitely a Christmas song. On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a Partridge Family DVD. On the second day of Christmas, my true love gave to me two earplugs and a Partridge Family DVD. Well, there's one family that has Christmas all worked out. Hey, gotta check out Mike Williams. Uh, here he is. Once you listen to him, then go over to Mike Williams Comedy over on YouTube.
didn't realize I was on the outside. My agent told me where I was going. I flew there and realized the Yellowstone that I was speaking at was Yellowstone. Well, I decided I would walk around Yellowstone. Got to see Old Faithful, that geyser that every 40 minutes pops up in there. Beautiful. I go walking down the trail, like I said, about a mile and a half down the trail, okay? Halfway down the trail, I'm stopped by a game warden, a ranger, okay? A wildlife officer for not having one of these right here. It's a piece of Velcro with a little bell, okay? Do you know what that is? Do you know what it is? Shout out. Bear Bell. Okay, there's some folks from up north. Okay, you, you know what it is. They're out west. Uh, folks, I'm a Florida guy. We don't worry about bears here. I, I, I use a mosquito belt. Okay, I use that. If a bell will drive away a mosquito belt, I'll look like Santa Claus. Okay, you know what I'm saying? But I have not seen this. He goes, sir, you're required to have a bear belt. To which I'm thinking, you got to be kidding. So, you know, Mr. Sarcasm pops up. Sorry about that. Uh, I said, look, officer, to be honest with you, really, if I were a bear, I would not be afraid of day, 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 day. In fact, if I were a bear and heard this, I'd be like, hey, boo-boo. <laughs> God has provided a beginning basket for us. You know what I'm saying? And I hear the fat guy stays like chicken. You know what I'm saying? Okay, that would be me. Uh, to which he did not laugh at all. So I tried round two. I said, okay, officer, got to deal with it. I did not know about this. He said, well, that was your fault. I said, well, I didn't know about it. He said, well, when you came to the park, we gave you a welcome to Yellowstone booklet. On page 36, the second paragraph, written in Latin, you see this required for everybody to have a bare bone in all the parks in the Northwest. And, you know, so I'm like, I said, I'll make a deal. The rest of the trip, I'll walk down the trail going, ding, 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 ding. I mean, technically, shouldn't it be the same thing if it's ding, ding, it scares them, you know, boom, ding, ding, okay? He gives me a ticket, a citation. I think it was for being a smart out, is what it was for. But he gave me a $29 ticket for not having a bear belt and makes me walk all the way back to the gift store, which, by the way, is two and a half miles through bear-infested woods. <laughs> and I went the whole way going, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I get back to the gift shop. In fact, the only bear that I saw the entire time was the stuffed one they had at the entrance to the gift shop. You come in the gift shop, there's the bear. Ah, oh, like that, he's got bells in his mouth. And... $29 ticket, $10 bell, and I went out and saw the mud pots. I get home. What we do at my house, the first night that dad is home and everybody's home, we gather around our dinner table and we eat together as a family. Then I always say to the kids, I go one by one and I go, Karen, what did you do? When I was on, I have four kids, and so it's always, you know, I, you know, say, you know, I have Kendall and Karen and the other two. Um, <laughs> What did you do when I was gone? And they tell me their story. And we go to the next one. And after all four of them have represented, they kind of count the three. One, two, three. And they go, Daddy, what did you do when you were gone? 
And I told them about Yellowstone. And I took out my pictures of the huge bear in the gift store. <laughs> and I showed them the mud pots. And I took this out of my pocket. And I jingled it. And I showed them the picture of the bear. And my youngest daughter, Kendall, you met her tonight. And the world's tallest 12-year-old. <laughs> and, and she goes, Daddy, bears are scary. I said, bears are very scary. They're, they're very grizzly bear, one of the most vicious animals on the planet. Very scary. And my next daughter, Kerrigan, goes, uh, Daddy, Daddy, uh, how many people are killed by bear every year? It seems very dangerous for you to even, I don't even want you going to Yellowstone. And I said, well, it must be dangerous because now in all the parks up north we have to have the bell. But I don't know how many actually are killed. My son, who is 16, pay attention to that number. <laughs> I have no idea how old Isaac was when Abraham took him up the mountain to sacrifice <laughs> Why do you say that, Mike? I'll tell you why. Because of the Bible. The Bible says in verse 23, God tells Abraham, go sacrifice your son. Verse 24, the very next verse, it said, so Abraham arose early. He didn't wait. He said, let's get this. He didn't go, if I can find ten righteous children in the city. He didn't do that. He said, come on, kid. We're going up. Carry this wood. At what age would you be willing to do that? About 16. <laughs> my son goes, I know how many people are killed by bear every year. No, you don't. Everybody does. No, you don't. He goes, hey, Siri. <laughs> we'll not have to go to college anymore. We will just choose our major, download it into our watch, and anything we need to know about that subject, we'll just say, hey Siri. And boom, up will come not just the information that we might have remembered wrong, but the perfect information every time. That eliminates a lot of different occupations. Pharmacists. Happen to have one on the front row right here. That's how I was just picking on him right there. Okay. So, hey, hey, yeah, that, that's, what he, that's what he says. So I said, no way. He goes, hey, Siri, how many people killed by bear every year? Boom, up pops a website. And it's online, so you know it's true. <laughs> <laughs> up pops a website. Apparently, the United States Forestry Service has been keeping track of bear deaths in the United States since 1947. 1947, bear deaths in the United States. Keep track. Measure, making sure that they got it right there. I want to see most of you knew what this was. Sir, I'm going to ask you, help me out. I'm going to ask you all to vote on this tonight. How many of you think 50 or more people are killed by a bear every year in the United States? 50 or more people. How many think it's between 25 and 49? 25 and 49. Okay. How many think it's between 20? No, one more time. How many think it's between 10? And 24. 10 and 24. How many think it's between 1 and 9? Where's my 1 and 9? Are you ready for this? We're going to see who's right. Okay, get ready. Get ready. You ready? Here we go. Every year in the United States, 0.7 people are killed by bear. 0.7. Not, not even a whole person. 
like a yard gnome or a horse jockey. You know what I'm saying? Have a good day, and remember, laughter, it's a really good medicine. Be sure to go to bit.ly slash funny community to join our funny community. Comment on episodes and who knows what else. That's bit.ly slash funny community.